Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 179 of Final Boss TV. Uh, I'm your host. My name is Adam K, aka Bay, and that's one of the very last few times you may ever see that intro. So just out with the old, in with the new coming out here. I wanted to have it done for the new season, but you know, so be it. However, today, as you notice right down there, I have to give a special shout out. Bloop. I'm sitting down here with some members of Method to talk about their Mythic Jaina world first on the show today. And this show was brought to you in part by the amazing folks over at Wowhead. Because if you have not seen all of the coverage or have missed part of the coverage or all the different nonsensical things that happened during that, then head over to Wowhead because they have literally everything over there. They have the entire huge thread. They have all the different kill video clips, all the different statistics. You can sort of follow along with all the different things we're going to talk about on the show today, all the different POVs, all of it. It keeps going. We're, we're, we're still going. It's, it's, I'm not done yet. This is all Wowhead coverage. It's still, it's still going. So you can check that out, of course. Thank you very much, Wowhead, for making this show possible. And all the extra bits and pieces that you guys cover, all the PTR notes, community events, data mine spoilers. Yeah, there's Noble and Wowhead right now are doing all this data mine stuff for the patch. If you want to be ruined, all the story, go check out Wowhead, of course. But this show would also not be possible without the special nerds that are helping out every single month, supporting the show of the stream and everything in between. Thank you very much to my producers of the show supporting it over on Patreon. They are literally more show if you want more of my talking to nerds about nerdy things. There'll be more. And then once the spec shows start back up course soon, they'll have even more. We got 51 extra behind the scenes. You can go check all those out. Link is down, of course, below or in the YouTube box description. All that good stuff down there. So thank you very much if you are supporting the show so that I can keep doing this and keep talking nerdy dorky video game stuff but that is enough out of me i do have some new guests on the show here oh my god unmute who's are you guys okay <laughs> they haven't said a single word in a while now Shh. scripes first because this is his show damn it hello sir welcome welcome to the show finally after all these years hello hello i think that is <laughs> <laughs> How? Wait, what? Am I supposed to say something? Yes, yes. I, I was going to ask you, how much of this show do you think you'll actually get to talk? Uh, depends, man. I, I actually thought I wouldn't talk that much, but uh, if, the, if Deep Shades... I, I was thinking like Deep Shades will talk a lot, but I'm scared of Kaden now as well. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> man, it could be. If you were here for the pre-show setup, this guy is Kana. He would not shut up. Hello, sir. Welcome. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? I'm good for. I'm ready for a good evening. Oh my gosh! And because <sighs> he's getting egged on by this guy. There's the boy. Hi, Fabo. Hi, Deep Shades. Welcome. Jana boys. Hope everyone is doing good. Oh I'm uh, looking forward to, uh, to talk a little bit with my boy Kana and yes, with Scripper. Oh, just talking to Kana. Is that what's happening? <laughs> yeah, and Scripper. Oh, wait. Is that his nickname? 
He has a lot of nicknames. He has a lot. <laughs> oh, I, we have to hear this now. What are what are Scribe's nicknames? And go. Oh, God. God. Actually, this got off now, isn't it? Yeah? No, it did. I can't really do it on the spot. <laughs> yeah, don't do it on the spot. Well, I heard I heard you guys talk about how Scribe gets called. The, I mean, he watched we watched part of his stream and pulled up at the Red Bull Gaming Sphere in London for the Race to World First coverage, which I was humbled enough to be a part of. And I was actually casting the World First, but we actually brought up Scribe's POV a few times, and we now realize why it's called the cockpit. So uh, this is this is a lesser version. Show him the argument one Scribe. Oh. Wait. No, I don't think. <laughs> Wait, let me try to find a screenshot. But I don't think if I, I don't think I have one. Do you have? Do you have a well, screenshot? Of... Yeah, basically I was doing like everything that I'm tracking right now, and then I had stuff bigger. Sadly, back then I wasn't as good with uh, oh seeing everything, and I also was tracking the DPS CDs of the whole raid, and that oh, got I... like a bit out of hand, and I tuned it back uh, again a bit after KJ. Because they like on the last few bosses, on the on the, on the last bosses of the last three tiers, you needed uh, you needed to see the like three D world, and the data was not as important. You needed to actually see the world, what was going on. Mm -hmm. So I uh, minimized my UI a bit more. Minimized. If you, I don't have like a picture right off the bat to show, but Surprise could be streaming a little bit more now, and I think some of his POV may or may not be in the kill video that we'll go over on the second half of the show, but. There's a lot, and if you tracked more than that, I, that's on you. I have. How do you play the game and do all the callouts and stuff and track all? Does he just? What's what's? We have to ask. But what's scrape? What's your IQ? I don't know, dude, but I don't think it's that high. I don't <laughs> think I'm very smart. Oh, <laughs> I'm like a, couple, a little bit above average, time. maybe. Well, not maybe. I think I'm a bit above average, but I'm definitely not like really smart. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I doesn't agree. Uh oh. I'm also I mean, just trying if, to get as Skype, many. Yeah. If Skype is slightly above average, that means really bad news for the majority of method. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> pe imagine people like Darkly, they're just gone. I mean, oh! I mean, I love, so, you, summon, I, love you, I love you. Someone our guild did fight with Brett on the IQ test. Yeah. If you remember. Oh, did he? Ooh. Wait, I didn't foresee this. What? There was a fight. <laughs> well, I mean, we we always uh, we always have like a competition, like for the most stupid guy in the guild. Oh. There was a close race between three uh, method members and a uh, piece of bread. The piece of bread did not lose in the end, yeah. So oh, oh God. <laughs> that much was said. <laughs> And one I... of the member, one of the members in the list is even in the in the chat right now. Well, it wasn't me. <sighs> Wait. Shout oh, out what? to Narcolis spamming question marks in chat right now. I might have saved him. I did this... apologize. <laughs> and I this did not with... win. <laughs> this is a. This is just a. This is a legit thing with Narcolis. If you flame him at any point, you just wait for him to log on TS, join the channel, say Narco, I'm sorry, I flamed you, and then you can leave again. Doesn't matter when you flame them. Oh, is that I just apologize? Oh, okay. I don't. There's all these little things, and I'm sure we found out the the post raid show coverage as well that was hosted by Preach that I was on one of the two sections on for the race to world first the e, the Red Bull esports stuff. There was two extra sections of the show that you can go check out on their YouTube. There's all this extra stuff, all these inside jokes that come out. 
and a lot of little things. But I wanted to sort of make sure we lift the veil a bit on some inner workings of what happens within this world first race. But I first off, I open the show, of course, with the incredible uh, work that Wowhead puts together that curates out there. But you guys, Method has some incredible support in a great many places. So if you want to take a moment, do your, your plugs, and your shout outs, and your thanks across the board here. Uh, Deep Shades, if you want to go first and then we need to thank or shout out across the board that help sort of make all this possible and happen that you guys do. Well, obviously Red Bull, they had like an insane production team, even though you like never saw them in front of the camera. There was like 10, 15 people working constantly. Like, I mean, you worked with them as well, obviously, as a caster. Mm. And like, I mean, whenever we were playing, they obviously had to stay awake as well, since they were managing the stream. Then like all of our sponsors and um, like all the casters that were at the event as well. Like, it was really a beautiful experience playing there. And uh, the biggest thanks, I guess, goes definitely to the community. I mean, if it, it's, it wasn't like only for me, obviously to everyone in this guild, like the amount of whispers and uh, good words we, uh, we have been told from like the community, it's like really heartwarming and it definitely keeps you like playing and motivated even uh, during the down phases uh, in progression. So thanks for that, everyone. Here, like a little heart. A little there it is. Over there. And um, yeah. <clears throat> That was my part. I, I guess we do some shoutouts like after the stream as well, or like just like normal people. Sure. Kato, so, yeah, what about then... you, sir? Thank you, Trey, for the milkshakes. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, that's an inside. Uh, just like Fama said, like London, London was amazing. Obviously, like thanks to the community for all the support and like everyone that made London happen. Like Method for sending us out, Red Bull for like organizing the stuff. Obviously, Method also did organization stuff, and then like it was. Trey for coming out and literally just being like, yeah, my, my job is to get you milkshakes daily. Like, it, it was awesome. We got taken good care of. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have no complaints. I miss him, dude. I miss Trey. But yeah, it, it was awesome. Like, I love everyone, so. You even bought me yogurt. Yes. Well, to those who don't know, apparently the reason why the World First even could keep happening was because Kana found that yogurt. Hmm? I was really happy when I walked in the store and saw yogurt. Yeah. We have bigger, bigger buckets here, though. Scribe, how about you, sir? I'll show one it after the stream. Uh, yeah, obviously, thanks to all our sponsors. Even though I wasn't part of the Red Bull show, I wasn't there. But uh, for me, uh, what matters most is the team. And um, in the team, I, I really want to thank the bench guys that uh, some of them didn't even see any boss in the tier, even though they didn't, even though they weren't used, they were still there, ready to jump in at any time. I think uh, that's what many guilds don't have. I think that's what many guilds also lack because, you know, you might end up needing him. Like, for example, we used Noka on Mecha Tork and it was important that he was there. On other guilds, you see people like that just rage quitting and leaving. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, that's, that's really cool. And uh, we didn't have any problems on the bench and there was no person that whispered me, like, threatening me to leave or anything like we had these things in the past, but uh, nowadays it doesn't happen anymore. I'm really, really glad about that. And I also want to thank my uh, wife, actually, who was taking care of me during the whole tier. Aww. <laughs> Bringing me food. <laughs> Aww, that's, that, so you, you basically had your own version of... So Trey had to sort of handle all the talent that was there. So, but that's some brownie points right there. 
Shout out to I wish I had a wife. <laughs> so oh. if there's any girls. Nah. Yep. <laughs> okay, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell it. Please get far more girl. Oh my goodness. Absolutely good. I was going to make sure there's another shout out. Of course, if you... Uh, on top of all the coverage that Wow Wowhead puts together, there is also, of course, the method.gg the raid progress thread that is curated that does follow the entire race whenever any of these happen, sort of with updating every single bit and piece that goes along. So you can go follow that. These this happens and gets updated daily as as everything goes through. I mean, hourly, weekly, minutely as it all sort of works together. So have this bookmarked for any previous races. How many pages is it? Oh my goodness. It goes back and back and back. So that is just the raid progress thread on Method's website as well. So get that bookmarked in the future. But I wanted to make sure we didn't move beyond like the intro part of the stream without having a huge shout out as well to the overall community that showed up for the Save the Children Foundation, the charity that was a part of the Race to World First. Just shy $18,000 was raised. So, holy actual crap, Mask. That was insane. That was... How much did we get at the end? 18000 I think it was just shy 18000 I'm going to the... Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty happy about that. I'm really proud that I'm telling it to my wife all the time too. <laughs> that why she breaks your food. I, I'm not, You're not playing just playing games. <laughs> we, we're just some sweaty nerds playing games and we managed to make money for children, dude. Yep, $17,731.09. So it's brought up the actual charity page. That's oh, yeah, crazy. That's good. I'm happy. Well, I was Smashed just more the community, but yeah, still, we can take some credit. Yeah. No, it was awesome. I think y'all. I mean, it's just playing video. I, I think, I think I was on your Twitter. I think, Deep Shades, that you actually had like the really big blurb about how I just get to play video games and they raise money for really good cause. That's just really. That's how this all sort of comes around with us nerds playing video games. So you can go. True. Yep. Well, yeah, it definitely leaves like a nice impact on yourself if you think like, even though I'm just like enjoying myself and doing like. Like doing my hobby kinda you do actually help some other people with that it's nice like how gaming uh, can like connect so many people like even people that don't even play the game donated probably and it's just yeah. uh, nice like how people can unite for uh, for a good cause no it's awesome so first things first then getting down a little bit of brass tacks here so streaming the event again at the red bull gaming sphere in london the live event coverage was the entire event as well as the two post raid coverage days again those highlights are on the red bull esports youtube channel if you want to go watch those both shows were hosted by preach it was like a funny nonsensical day and like the whole big interview day where we went through like every boss and boss and i'm part of half of that so go check that out if you want more coverage but before we get into the silly stories you have to share, what did each of you think of the actual time spent during this raid compared to Uldir? How was the Race to World First sort of volume two different than the inaugural one end of last year with going into Mythic Ahun? So the scope, scale, size, commitment, preparation, and whatnot. How, how was that different on your side of things? I'm going to go to Scribe first on this one. 
well, I can talk about the prep, I guess, first. Uh, that was, it was, it felt like a new expansion, kind of. Like, usually on old year, you say, okay, this is a new expansion, so we just, you know, put in everything, and then the tier should just last, like, one week max. And on old year, we kind of didn't prep as much as we did here, I think, uh, if you don't count the leveling and stuff, I guess, of course. But, uh, yeah, it was like a long tier. But here, it was all about the prep. I, I didn't even really feel the tier. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I was like, oh, it's over, I guess, okay. But uh, yeah, the prep was the same with the Titan Residuum. I think uh, it was a bit too much. I, I don't think Blizzard uh, force, like, foresaw what we we're going to do with it. Um, yeah, aside from that, you already know about the crafting and stuff and stuff. So that was crazy. Um, the tier itself, I think the length was nice. I think it was good. I think this is how it should be roughly. Um, aside from uh, yeah, Jaina, I, I wish it wouldn't have been a dumb DPS burn instead of tactically. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to caveat on that too much, but I'm actually really curious as we were casting and watching Almagina progress from the desk. It was weird to me that that mechanic wasn't just like, when there's a water elemental up, Jaina takes like no damage, forcing you to do that phase. But nope, didn't exist. Well, I think it's nice that we have the choice to interrupt her early. It's just uh, playing the elemental was not an option. That was the problem. <laughs> so it was like, okay, we first tried it and then we saw that's just not possible and then mm -hmm. there was no other option to burn like instead of burning her we couldn't have done anything else really yeah it was strange Actually, there, there are some things there are some like really crazy ideas that we have we can get to that later if you want but uh, it's just really hard to perform right well there were little things so how much ap was farmed how many islands do you guys think you actually did leading up to the race and how many pet battles were actually consumed? I don't know who has the stats on that one. Who wants to take that? Because I think that's like the biggest curious There's point. One huh? There's one answer, and the answer is too many. <laughs> no. All. All. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I remember the game when it was like nice and stuff, and you just had to like take off a bit of time in Heroic Week, you know? Or you had to do some work in Heroic Week, do some splits. And then it got, okay, during Heroic Week, like in Legion with M+, and stuff, okay, you kind of have to play a full Heroic Week now, do M+, and stuff. And then they, they hit you with BFA, it's like, yeah, so two months before you do AP, like you do AP swoops, then two weeks before you start Heavy Island Farm, then during Heroic Week, you don't get to play your main anymore, instead you're going to play your alts, do like M0s, do M+, and whatnot. And then, then there's Mythic. Like, the game is like so different right now. It's just like, you, you have to play so early. I didn't even stop AP farming. I'm still AP farming right now. I do my AP swoops every day. I just I just can't be I can't be arsed anymore. It's it's I don't like it. Hmm. Bring me back. But yeah, I guess to get actual numbers, I think like the average member in Method probably did like around one thousand islands leading up from Uldir to Battle of the Zalo. I I think this is yeah. kinda accurate. I mean then you have obviously like Different species like um, species <laughs> Wait, different like, species. Um, flex. <laughs> species like uh, like flex. He goes then to the 2600. I mean, well, some people like to torture yeah. themselves, I guess. But there, I think pet battles wasn't even that much. I mean, some people, I'm pretty sure, skipped them to like if even if they rewarded AP. I mean, it wasn't too huge to do them. 
like if even like every second day there was like one pet battle quest and what was the I first thing? Like, AP farmed. I mean the average member was like 42, 43 on their mains yeah. and the alts were usually around 38 to the 40 mark so people can do the maths themselves. But yeah, it's definitely like um, like Scribe said. I, I, I feel like usually like progress was more more like a sprint, you know, like I mean, farm was still always fun and like you, you had to work a little bit more on farm since Legion than you used to be. Mm. But like this time it was like a full marathon. I was like already having an asthma attack before even going into the content. Yeah, like, and <laughs> I don't know, like I was already tired. I think people see that also in the webcam with the eye rings that I have. Yeah. It's not make it's not makeup uh, in case people wondered, but yeah. So it was definitely quite um, hard this time around it's there's also other parts of this that i have sort of have like an internet inside outside of this question so i actually push that one back one but there was also the i'll go back to scrape on that because you bring up the bench and actually it's been brought up recently actually mike preach that many of you know him i don't call him that anymore mm. made a big video about because because of all his interactions with the race to world first with him and in, in his guild because he missed so much progression he tried to wiggle, wiggle it in there but he did commit to just the whole production here he's not raiding mythic jaina right now because his character's too far behind right he's on the bench i made a big video about being on the bench and it's actually incredible you should go check it out if you haven't just listened to the inside outside that he goes through but like what lengths scribe did like the whole guild go to do this because the sprint that the actual mythic week because you did clear in one reset that's so much small portion of the actual overall time you put into this right there's so much more that happens way before and the lead up so like what length yeah. all the crafting and you can bring up all those stats if you want to i don't even know how much auction house boe's yeah, I mean, um, the crafting, like, you want to start with the crafting? Sure, go for it. Okay, let's start with the crafting. So, uh, I actually, like, apparently this worked in older as well, yeah? And right. uh, we're not just talking about crafting and then you can trade the items. We're talking about crafting, equipping, delete, like, scrapping the item, removing the profession, learning a new spec, crafting, equipping, and repeating. Repeat this on four, five professions, I don't know. It was uh, alchemy, engineering, jewel crafting, and uh, armor type that you could do. We skipped the armor type unless you already had it for some reason, because uh, like armor you got anyways in some way or another, so we didn't really care too much about it. Um, way more important was jewel crafting for the ring set bonus. Uh, it was also engineering helm was insane, of course, because you can trade all azurites. You can even maybe get some uh, tight residue if it's a non-needed one at all. I think we had some examples like that. Uh, and uh, alchemy, yeah, of course, there were some really nice trinkets. But um, yeah, how, how long did, how, like, how was it? Okay, so we didn't realize it in all day because I, like, we didn't really prepare good for, uh, good on all day. I was quite busy IRL. I don't know what the other officers were doing. Like, we kind of slacked. That's why it was also uh -oh. really, really close. I, I mean, I, I admitted this in front of the guild as well. Like, they, yeah. they know. 
and uh, we were kind of playing like on eco mode as little as possible, but you know, doing the most important stuff. So we missed the things with the BOEs, we missed the warlocks. I remember us spotting that uh, you can like, dot up the Adam Mithrax before he goes away, the Zalzax guy, and uh, he comes back with less health. We completely forgot that. I just didn't rewatch PTR videos. I usually do that, I just didn't do it. So like we missed a lot of stuff, we were back. And now this tier, we had to kind of catch up with all the tricks and uh, stuff that we didn't uh, realize during all day, such as the crafting thing, because this apparently worked back then as well. And then I learned about this, uh, I think uh, on Tuesday, be before the Heroic Week or Monday, I'm not sure. I think K9 I mean, informed me about it. Yeah, mm. shout out to Russia for the tips. Appreciate it. Yeah, we got some tips from like US, like they yeah, were like, okay, so we're gonna do this thing or, or something like that. We, we saw some guilds just clearing two bosses and then just going AFK. And then uh, hmm. it struck us like the, the things that you can do with it. And um, before that, my setups for the for the boss clearing, it was just about, you know, you coin a boss, uh, like a weapon boss usually, and then you you trade like the other weapon from the other boss and you go usually for two handers. That, that's like classic trick in the book. Mm -hmm. But uh, now it was crafting involved and I had to remake everything. It was quite crazy. And uh, also we had to get these crafting materials from somewhere because Tyre Mill didn't have enough for all our characters. I was first thinking maybe we just do alts. Then I was like, no, we can do more. We can do more and more. And then I started uh, asking people, you know, where can we get some gold on other realms to, so I can buy their auction house off. And I went on uh, Kazakh and Draenor and bought pretty much every, I bought every rune, uh, sorry, every ore on the server. There was nothing left. And uh, also I, I like, Divide. However, I didn't do like one third of each server for the other crafting materials, but I just checked which ones has the cheapest prices. Like for example, Terra Mill had really cheap alchemy stuff already, so I don't really need to care about that. But there were other materials that uh, other servers were cheaper on. So there was, I think, one full guild bank, completely full, and there was another one like the guild bank was full, but the character that transferred it wasn't completely full, which is like almost a whole another guild bank. So that's a mm. lot of that's a lot of space. Um, yeah, it, it was just, the problem was that I wasn't prepared for it, that it, uh, that's, you know, I, and the servers were lagging and stuff as well, because when you try to put stuff in a guild bank in a full server, it's really, really slow. And, uh, yeah, the fact that we were, you know, caught off guard made this, uh, very stressful for me. I couldn't prepare my own characters. I did like, I think I did like 20 M plus or something on my character. I did 1.6 K PVP rating. Like, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't prepare my alts. I didn't do any M plus on my alts. I actually tried on my Druid. I did the M zeros. And then I, I didn't manage to get the 15 title cores. Even though we had the materials, I just couldn't craft because I didn't manage to play. Um, but yeah, this was my whole heroic week. Just making spreadsheets, making, like, going on auction house, buying stuff, looking for BOEs that are cheap. Right. Yeah. So that that brings up an interesting point here. And sort of this little extra side follow-up is that you went through a whole bunch of stats that you've banked during the whole process leading up to and during the raid race. Were there any that you weren't expecting when you started? And just to squelch anything and to quell this topic, how much gold is method in debt? <laughs> Oh, well, oh, in debt, I mean, the debt is any time payable with WoW tokens, so that, that's not a big issue. We are in debt, uh, 
I mean, we let's let's not say how much we're in debt, but we use fifty million gold. Mm. It's not and it's not super crazy. I mean, fifty million you can make that. It's any any bad. mythic raiding guild can make that by just boosting. Even even if you're not mythic raiding, you can legit just boost heroic rates. Mm -hmm. Let's say you know six seven weeks you're gonna have that gold, no problem. If everyone's helping out, not an issue. But yeah, it's just the fact that we weren't prepared for it that, uh, you know, and then we had to actually owe people. And right. then uh, Galavix uh, helped us, Deep Shades and Flex always have a lot of gold. Yeah. They helped us as well. And, Mula, and, and there was also some other guild, guildies like Josh, some, sometimes just he just traded me and gave me 900k. Didn't even ask for a payment back. He's, you know, just trade open. You know, I just press accept, done. Okay. Servo, at some point, I was like, I need 350k, can't log to another character, just send me someone, he just sent me 350k. And like things like this happened all the time. Um, but yeah, so, so we did use more than 50 mil, but that's just uh, what is in, like, what's written down. We probably used like, you know, 55 mil or something, not, nothing huge though. Hmm. And aside from that, people bought their personal stuff, of course. So, you know, there is like, Oh, we had runes as well. So I actually spent a lot of gold before the tier as well. I'm not counting that actually. So this is just what happened during the heroic week, the 50 mil. Before that, I started like two months before roughly started buying runes, uh, like augment runes. And I think we still have a lot. I don't know. I, I think I bought too many. <laughs> well, yeah. There. I don't have many left. <laughs> so there is this notion now that is sort of circling around the community because of what has sort of come about in Battle for Azeroth. And can you talk to me more about the notion of, air quotes, buying a world first? And do you think that this is sort of a large or small factor overall, which how much can be done to gain advantages that is sort of just outside the actual, you know, kill X bosses for Y loot? There's so much more that can be done now. So do you, what do you speak to that point? I mean, you can go to all three of you if you have different thoughts of this too. We'll just go with Stripe on that first because I don't think it's as prevalent as it used to be. Yeah, it's uh, right now it's definitely too much what you can do with gold, I think. I mean, I, I don't think anyone would disagree. <laughs> it's no. uh, common sense. Um, if you can buy a word first though, uh, I answered this, uh, like there was another interview, I answered the same thing there as well. Um, let's say Limit had endless amount of gold mm -hmm. and we didn't, we didn't have any gold. They would win, no doubts. The mm. thing is, like anyone who's trading high end, they have a lot of gold. And I mean, sure, the thing is, okay, like endless gold is quite insane because then you can like buy off players telling them you know come to our raid and you can make a raid for each player where like everyone else is coining useless items and then trade the useful items to that person it's insane the amount of things you can do is insane you can have full base gear no doubts but uh let's be more realistical let's talk about getting boes like crafted items and so on spending like let's say 100 million and the other guilds doesn't spell anything like just their consumables, let's say, yeah, limit would win, no doubt. E even though, even if, let's say, even if they were worse than us, skill-wise or tactic-wise or whatever, they would still win. We, we wouldn't stand a chance. And that's quite sad. At the same time, uh, I mean, 
there's uh, like there is this is not a realistic scenario because we can always boost, we can always get gold. So it it all evens out. Uh, it's just part of the game. But I I of, of course would prefer if it wasn't. I of course would prefer if uh, you know, especially the the fact that money is included in some way because you can just buy wild tokens. That's right. really really sad. Um, I I don't know if Blizzard makes a lot of money from this or something, but that that's just if it wasn't there, that would be much better because then it would be you know a team working to get gold inside the game and then uh, they they achieve something with that. That's still cool. That's kind of MMORPG, but buying WoW tokens and spending is definitely not. Well, right. not even just the WoW tokens and buying, being able to buy gold, because that has like a teeter totter effect on the overall game. And in a way, Blizzard will of course make money from that, but the the sort of weird elephant in the room is things like race changes and <laughs> and faction transferring multiple times. And even you said too, you had to transfer guilds, right? Because you were you were buying things off other servers because your server cluster didn't have enough stuff to to sort of finance the BOE and the crafted realm of this. So there's a lot of other spectrums that are involved in that too, that both bring in the in-game economy and the outside economy as well to, again, this the notion of buying a world first. But then I don't know how to summarize that because other factors go into that in the real world, in real sports and things with sponsors and partnerships and marketing and that kind of crap. So it's just because it's in a video game, it's weird. So the over-under on I that honestly, one. Hmm? I honestly think it's going to get worse. Oh, just like just how active we were with BOE's this tier, mm. this just made me realize how much of an actual gain it is. So if I'm like if we're progressing any other tier, I'm just gonna make sure like if there's three BOE's again, I'm gonna have four twenty five socket from week one. Oof, yeah. like I'm just gonna hunt every single server and then like right now, like literally in the last four or five days, I've made two point five million gold, right? Like just boosting, just playing the game a bit. So if I just go into a tier with ten million, I'm just gonna spend ten million on those BOE's and then there you go, three slots fully decked out. Right. Never have to replace. So I mean, if every single raider can do that, that's just like a massive game. I mean, a big thing is also just didn't used to be like this. I mm -hmm. mean, it's it's kind of a new thing. I mean, like BOEs always existed, but I think like, for example, this tier, there was like how many BOEs? I could get a belt, I could get boots, I could get a cloak. For me, yeah. for example, like I got 395 Ulya Bracers with socket, right. which was still better than like anything I got in Heroic Week. And I don't know, it's just like Limit got like a lot of heat for like this entire faction uh, changing, which yeah, I think yeah. was kind of unfair. Like, obviously, we spoke about it within the guild as well, like what they did, not saying we wanted to do it as well, but like after we saw that they did it, we obviously spoke about it. And I mean, in the end, we kind of did the same, and people see like, oh my god, they sp spent so much gold slash euros on it. We, we kind of did the same, just we, we, we just put our resources into something else and. In the end, like they shouldn't get as much heat as they uh, got for it, and it's definitely sad. I mean, I, I said think it, it like, was smart. yeah, I mean, it was Scrub definitely Scrub a good thing. Scrub didn't even know about the four hundred item you get. Like yeah. it was a it was a smart thing by them, to be honest. I mean, I said it like not not obviously not in this interview here, but like many other times. Like I personally would even play this game like progression wise at least if there would be no loot, and like that that's make that that makes it even more boring for me that there are so many things yeah. um, possible. Especially also considering how much gold we actually spent, and I don't think we got really rewarded out of it. Obviously, we 
there was like some uh, weapons or some trinkets we um, ended up trading or like asteroid helmets. I know how like Scribe sees it or the other officers, but I think for like how much effort we put in, we definitely didn't get rewarded enough. Like um, mm. in terms of like the actual drops. Of oh, course, I that's just did, un- did. really. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I felt yeah, like it could have been better. Well, that's I f- so that I, I felt like personally it could have been better. That's the follow-up yeah. question that came in from Wowhead to ask this: Do you feel it was worth it and all the advantages gained from all the crafting, BOE buying? Dropping to different servers, buying out their auction houses for things that you needed for for crafting, everything else. Was it worth it and all the investment? Is it worth doing it again? We got world first. We got world first. What else can we ask? Next time will be much better because this this was the last minute like last minute plan. Uh, Next time we will be organized. Hmm. Every every single alt already has two professions now, so we have to level one more. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be insane next time. Yeah. If if they keep it like this, we're just gonna go ham. There's a lot sh- that is changing in the ecosystem from now until the Queen Najara, because we're not we're not talking for those that are watching and listening. We're not really talking about Crucible Storms, two boss raid. It's kind of meh. Uh, it's all about Queen Najara, basically, and that's some number of months away. So we'll have to see how the landscape changes. So. I have some pinpointed questions here to keep moving us along. Kana, it's for you. Mm-hmm. Is there another level of min-maxing that has been employed by method? And can you enlighten us about, in your words, you said this, I'm going to go, um, <laughs> quote, how to get two PvE players ready within 20 minutes? How is that handled by method exactly? All right, so basically what you do is you make groups, you make couples, and then one guy, you, you plan the time ahead, then one guy wakes up, he goes to the bathroom, you know, takes a shower, whatnot, and then when he's done, he yells, officers, what time is it? And then you respond with, it's world first o'clock. You walk down, you go to each other into the bathroom, uh, he, he puts the sink on, I get the toothbrush, I put the toothpaste on, we both, you know, we both brush the teeth. Then he leaves, he puts the shower on, so like by the time that like I'm ready, the shower's already warm, I go under, and then you're done, you know? That's uh, that's me and Flubber right there, you know? Min-maxing, yeah, done in 20 the minutes. Voice. The voice, dude. That's it. 20 mm. minutes, two raiders, done. Showered, freshed up. Do you know how I get ready? I, I walk up, up I walk to PC. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the thing is, yeah, like, this is not kidding. Being in London is so annoying because everyone's like, oh, yes, dude, seven hours of sleep, let's go. And then the London boys are like, shit, we got six hours of sleep. Fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, literally, it literally takes an hour off because you have to wake up early, mm. you have to shower, but there's like one or two bathrooms with like four people. So we got to shower, unless you're ginger, then you get a hotel. And then you send us later on, later on in the morning, like on WhatsApp. Well, what a nice variety breakfast they have here! And we're just like sitting there in the cab, like, yeah, same, dude. That yeah, was actually, a filter. People underestimate it, you know. Like we are in a haunted house. The water takes like ten minutes to like heat up. Mm-hmm. So like you just need to do min-maxing in real life as well. Yeah. And um, this is how you get the first. More. Yeah. Exactly, like with all this ten minutes, I think Kana would have just, or like Kana or me would have failed on a kill try because we were too tired. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, See, that's the min-maxing. All that's I'm saying, cool. all I'm saying, first day, we had like three people in our bathroom. We were done before Perfecto and Narcolis were. The boys. All I'm saying, me, Chris, and Fabo, we were the three of us, we were done faster than those two. Hmm. Just the min-max, just the min-max. The IRL min-max. Yeah, I mean, 
uh, honestly though, like actually being in London, like it's awesome, but you get so sleep depraved. It's literally just an hour less sleep, yeah? Like you have to wake up, obviously share the house with others. So some people have to wake up even earlier. Right. You have to get ready, get a cap, go there, be there, set up everything, make sure you're completely ready. Like if I would be here at home, I would just like wake up 10 minutes before, walk downstairs, get a coffee, go back up with the CL and be ready. Like it, it's literally just like an hour less sleep. And then obviously it's the same thing with going back. Turn PC off, go to bed. Turn PC off, make sure you're locked out everywhere. Be ready, get a cap, go back, get bed ready and whatnot. So yeah. It is fun though seeing the boys. Like when you wake up and like it, it gives you like more of a tournament feeling. Like you you wake up and you see like the boys coming like down the stairs and they're like, Yeah, let's just kill the boss today and you just know it's gonna <laughs> happen. Yeah. So here's a question then for you, Deep Shades. And are there any classes or potentially a spec specifically that was the MVP for the race to world first this time around that either you knew going in or found out whilst you were figuring everything out? And sort of why was that class or spec the MVP? I, I, think, I think that this time we had a like definitely a good picture of what would be good and what not, like unlike Uldia. Um <clears throat> Obviously, like all three multi-dotter specs were in incredible, Warlock, um, Boomkin, and Shadow. But I think for me personally, the real MVP was Restoration Shaman, yeah. because like the amount Ooh, yeah. of HPS both Zelia and Chris Potter did. But not only that, I think Spirit Link and uh, especially Windrush. The Ang the, no, not the Windrush. The Windrush was lit. The Windrush was lit as well. But um, um, the Ang Totem, mm -hmm. like. There, like especially phase one on Jaina, there was a lot of things going on and happening. And even like people saw it in our streams, even like 300 attempts in, there was still quite a lot of um, deaths in this first phase. And we could just use this Ang totems because we didn't need them really in phase two. And on every like hard combo, we just had one of them. And if someone actually died, there was not this usual tilt like, ah oh, man, we we used already a better rest because like many people probably know it from their own progression. It's always like when you're on a hard boss, you kind of want all the better rests for certain moments or usually especially the last phase. Mm -hmm. And like when you just see, okay, this player just got saved by the Ang Totem. And then also in the last phase, in case we didn't have the perfect try, we still have the Ang Totems ready and like the extra HP that it gives. I think that like that spec just made it so much easier. Like our healers were definitely uh, like our healers did like a perfect job with the class combination that they played. And like also huge shout out to Chris Potter, like to play that class actually so good as an alt and Zelia mm -hmm. that was actually super ill. Like he was permanently coughing and like basically dead inside and he still <laughs> oh, played no. so good considering he just came back from HOTS and had less than a month to prepare for the race. And to just snack then instantly the world first again. Like um, even though we meme that. them even though we meme mm -hmm. them often enough, I'm really happy to have these like the SEAL team that we have in the guild. Like they're definitely the best in the world for me. Yeah, this the healing team we have right now have is like it's really, really good. It's amazing. They have a lot of work. And yeah. I guess the follow-up to that, real quick, is it are there any specs that are now showing I know we, we may have talked about this in the pre-show if you weren't here already in chat, but are there any specs that are showing up all of a sudden for guilds that are now progressing, catching up, finishing the tier, or even farming now that you would like to give a nod to that are a little bit uh, OP or MVP Feral status? Uh, I guess since I'm a Warlock, I mean, Demonology Warlock is insane yeah, right now. Demo Warlock have... is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. If, if you have the option to play three times explo explosive potential, you should definitely go for it. It's insane. Even though, to be fair, right now, all three Warlock specs are probably performing in, in the top 10 of all classes or all right. specs. So, like, you don't necessarily need to play it. But there, like, if you can pull it off properly and you have the specific pieces you need to do it, um, you will definitely body literally everyone in your guild. Like, that is your ticket to rank one. Mm. It's funny to find that out. And there are a couple more topics that I was going to talk about, but those are going to be saved for the after show for patrons that we'll bring up. But Scripe, this is a this is an interesting one. I didn't know how to really formulate this without sort of having multiple questions in here. So decipher this as you will. But how do you decide on your roster for such sort of a massive undertaking such as the race to world first in World of Warcraft? So who who gets the bench? Does it come down to who that player like what that player can play class and spec wise is it performance a big variance between players within method is it maybe a time factor does it boil down to the encounters that blizzard actually creates that you have to then piece together and spreadsheet out and figure out so if you would lift the veil for us on how this gets sorted and if you want to give a nod to how you did this without roger this tier then please yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of wonder and how this actually gets created um okay so first of all performance i think um most players in method is are performing at almost the same level and uh like after a certain point uh what you do with your own character doesn't matter that much because you know everyone's almost doing everything they can i mean on, on certain scenarios sure it's always really nice to have a person that uh, you know that would be on the bench because they're just performing better but it's it's really really rare there's barely any dps checks uh, around it's mostly about tactical play and uh, if people do you know if the rate leading is good if the strategies are good that you decide on then uh, you're not going to have problems I mean, <laughs> this sounds like I'm praising myself, but that's what I mean, because I'm not building the tactics necessarily myself. So uh, it's it's important, even like people from the bench can help you with tactics or with VKRs and so on. So it's more the classes that is important. And uh, there, I mean, you obviously, as always, you want to go for the last bosses. You want to decide what you want to bring there and keep them in the setup as long as you can. And then... Uh, bench them if you just really have to if a boss is hard let's say uh, we bench Sko on Mechatork because we really need a DK right. if, although we know Sko is going to be in for Jaina of course or you know th things like that or on, on Stormwall Blockade we bench some people because multi-authors are just crazy good I mean it's not really hard to see what's really good on a fight uh, so the, the classes are a really easy choice and uh, player wise who you bring it's usually you don't have much choice because uh, players prepare like one or two characters at most, unless you're Flex, the Hydra. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so like you just on Stormwall Blockade, we just look around. Okay, who can we bring as multi daughters And then you just bring them all in. And then if if you really have a choice, you just check. You know, it, it really rarely would you have to check performance uh, you rather check like as right item level and stuff because most people play at the quite like roughly the same level okay 
Uh, so you were saying uh, without Roger and how it was. Um, yeah, I made the the comment a lot. Said, I don't I don't know yeah. if this ever came back to you from the casting desk that I sort of made the Dragon Ball reference, Dragon Ball Z reference that you're sort of like Vegeta and Goku in the fusion dance, and you can't okay. fusion dance without your Goku or your Vegeta, right? So how how did that play a part in 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 this raid? Well, because Roger wasn't. There, there were some other people who were, you know, helping with the strats a little bit more. So, uh, you know, if, if there's like silence, always someone will, you know, come up uh, and like talk and bring his own opinion because maybe he couldn't do it in the past or, you know, he was like, okay, these two guys are handling it. So I'm just going to shut up and, you know, listen or go FK or something. So I remember, for example, uh, like Just Wait always helps with the tactics, but this time he did a little bit more because Roger wasn't there. And also Josh, who usually does way less also was doing a lot this time around. Um, so, but uh, of, of course it's, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'd rather have Roger than them, but uh, it, it would be good. I would prefer to have Roger in the team as always. Mm -hmm. um, aside from that, uh, like with the setups, how the decision was made, as I said, it was easy. So it's, it's not really like Roger wouldn't have changed anything in our class decisions, I think, but more in the tactic department. Okay. It's also important to say that Scribe did more this content because he knew if we would not get world first and Roger comes back. Oh no! That would, that would mean <laughs> yeah. that, that he would be inflamed like until eternity because that was literally, the, that would have been the proof that Roger is always like the, the puzzle piece to actually win the world first. So Scribe definitely did way more than usually. Hmm. Thanks, Scribe. Appreciate it. Thanks, Scribe. There was a few times, I think, that, that Roger piped into chat during the live show, and I think one of the, the comments was asking was like, does Scribe need, need me right now? Is he all right? And so there was a few of those nods that I thought were really neat that that it's interesting because I think Roger's like almost, for from my point of view on my show, one of like the most guested guests, I think. So it's weird having one of these shows without Roger because... I miss him. One of the follow-up questions that we had here was that did the bed sheets in London affect performance at all? I didn't have bed sheets. <laughs> I slept on the couch. Oh wait, so, so yes, I mean, then you can barely say it was a coach at this point anymore, yeah. Literally, the couch was like it's not even a flat thing. It was like half broken, so it was like it had a massive hole, and that's where I had to basically lay it. Oh no, it, it was a torture room. I found a comfy spot at the end, but. I slept like a baby. Oh, that's good. The real follow-up I had to that, though, Scribe, was that was there a class respect that, in hindsight now, would you have rather had on any of the encounters, or maybe just Jaina in particular, during the actual push to World First? Um, on Jaina, I think the only thing we could have done is replacing... Warrior, the, the warrior DPS, yeah. Oh, Th that's the only legit, the only thing. I would have, I mean, obviously, you know, I would have uh, preferred like, you know, four warlocks, four priests, four boomkins, or something <laughs> like that. But uh, we could have also benched like a hunter in theory. But I think, yeah, it was sometimes nice to have uh, that backup hunter to do uh, the certain jobs that the other one does. So. Uh, I think that was fine. Melees were fine. Rogues were doing good damage. Redry was fine. Just, just a warrior was a little bit behind. Uh, that's about it. 
Okay. Even um, the Reading oh. crowd was still really useful, though. Huh? Yeah, like that. That's the only reason he was in, right? Yeah. I mean, I and, and I assigned the rally for uh, like the backups, and, and you were like all believing, you know, Revis is gonna do damage at the end. But it's just the <laughs> the thing is, the boss does uh, dies at five point five, and the execute is at twenty percent, I think. Yeah. Or, or he was telling me at least that he starts uh, ramping up after twenty percent. I didn't. I don't think he had enough time. But uh, yeah, also the fact that uh, you know, with the wall and the multi dots, is just. Uh, Winning the fight was just, yeah, he, he couldn't do anything about it. It's just more, was a little bit worse. But the rally, I mean, even though it was in the end useless, but uh, yeah, it could have been useful. I, I did call for it right before we killed it, was. <laughs> but then people were screaming and he couldn't hear. The... Yeah, he did use it. Oh, so yeah. I have a real silly question before we take a break, but I wanted to follow up with that one one more time. Because I memed on it a bunch on the desk when I was casting during my different segments that the one thing that after all of this with the, the gold and the BOE and all, this, all these other things aside, one of the new systems within Battle for Azeroth is the raid buffs and the debuff system. Monk and Demon Hunter and then like Fort Int and Battle Shout. Awful. A few... Awful. <laughs> I'm glad you're immediately cutting me off because like Ryan Reynolds gif here. Why though? The thing is, I would have liked maybe on like a fucking enhancement shaman or something, right? Something that's extremely unrepresented. And then just like a small thing. Mm. But then they hit you up with the Demon Hunter Mage Priest. Like, those were those are popular anyway. Every single tier has had them. Like, just throw it on something that's like so uncommon. Give a Feral Druid like a small thing or something. I don't freaking know. But like, why? And they're like so impactful as well, yeah? It's not like you can bring a scroll and get 4% magic debuff on the boss. Nope. It's like, no, you always need a deep hunter you always need one monk like it maybe if you run like zero melee you can maybe drop the warrior or something right i guess that's another reason that revis was useful like for the three percent extra attack damage on all the others no, just wait it's just minor wait. oh yeah of course just wait was one warrior as well i don't know it, yeah it, i think it's it, i think it's probably by far the stupidest thing i think i'd rather have warfronts than keep this next expansion honestly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold statement, but I, I think I'll get behind you on that one. I, I don't see the point of them at all. They're just... And it's just... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead, Deep Shades. Well, it's just it's just weird, like... I mean, they they don't give it to underrepresented classes, and, like, yeah. they initially... If, if people remember, initially there was, like, da data mine stuff that, like, every class, I think, had something. DKs had, <sighs> like, Leech, Windwalkers yeah. had movement speed. I mean, that one would have been perhaps not perfect because there's always things you need more or less, especially like considering rating and then plus. But at least every like every class had kind of its purpose or like every spec. And like nowadays, it's like only five. So at least bring then the old system back where you had like a handful of buffs slash debuffs, but several classes could cover the same one so that that you had like a leeway or like a choice of yeah. which class you would actually bring because as Kana says like I mean mage used to be in history one of the classes that is always good especially because it has 3 DPS specs the chance that all three of them are really bad like this tier perhaps is um, rather like low usually same with warrior and the execute and like I don't know it just it just feels it doesn't make any sense and like there's no f actual thought uh, like uh, put into that and um, feels really bad because like you you will always need these classes and for example right now when vengeance dh is completely trash kinda you will always have the dps dh so it's kind of nice obviously for that player to be 
safe in like you have that 100 spot yeah. but for for the raid leader and for like the the guild decision making it's kind of bad because in the end it's like yeah keep him in we need that five percent like you have no choice like you have no choice actually of getting rid of like five percent magical damage taken debuff for example on jaina because like 80 percent of your damage dealers are magical classes and i don't know how blizzard justifies a system like this i'm not sure It's it seems incredibly superfluous to bring those back because that was one of the best parts about Legion is just get back, eat your food, go. None of this nonsense, none of this buffing, none of this. How many times and chat post here's a here callback to what I did in the casting desk. If you agree with me, post one emote in chat that summarizes this feeling. How many times have you asked for? Can we get an X buff, please, before you pull? Even with weak auras. Even with people that notice they don't not buff themselves, how many? How much? Just I. Oh. I'm glad there's four. I'm glad there were three other priests. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You're I glad feel, other feel, priests feel, were buffing, nah, not you? Nah, I've a, a nice week around that shows like who's missing it. So <sighs> if, if even if people die mid pull, yeah. I, I I do recognize it like after two like three seconds mm -hmm. after we buff but. So here's a Best, fun question. Except, oh, except when I'm holy. I don't have a keybind as holy. I'm out of keybinds. This is a question from Katsuki from Wowhead. For each of you, Fabo, you're first. Oh. So this is a big one, right? Because this is from Ketsu. You gotta make sure you choose the right answer yeah, okay. here. Uh, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. What is your caffeine of choice between like coffee, tea, energy drinks? What what do you prefer? Actually none. As as, as hyperactive as hyperactive I am, or like always seem in the streams, I mean, like all the Red Bull people can confirm, I don't have any like real caffeine intake. Like, hmm. obviously, I drank a few Red Bulls over like that seven eight days there, but um, I don't I don't need it, and I never drink co coffee either. So for me, it's completely like I don't need it like at all. It's useless for me. If I wanna stay awake, I stay awake, and usually the hype carries me through the progression. So yeah, but obviously, if I wanna get caffeine, <laughs> then only Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Kane, how about you, sir? In the morning, I take a coffee or two, and then in the afternoon and evening, I take Red Bulls. I mean, for me, it's like no secret. I like Red Bull. Like yeah. when on the first few days when I was there, I just drank Red Bulls and I started making my own little pyramid of Red Bulls. I saw it. Yeah, 100% true. The cleaners took it away. Aww. I was I was excited to just have like by like four by like six Red Bull pyramid or something, but they, yeah, they ruined it. Scrape, how about so, you, sir? Um, I usually just drink water, man. But uh, sometimes I drink coffee, but it's mostly for the enjoyment of like the taste. Uh, very, very rarely I do drink coffee if I get headaches or something. If I'm like working really hard for something. But it's really rare, like maybe twice a year or something. Really, really rare. Fair enough. I'm I'm a tea guy myself. Mm. Actually, a friend of mine just sent me a whole bunch of tea from South Korea that I'm going to start tasting soon. So that that's my answer. I don't. You didn't ask me, Katsu. That's what you get. There we go. But I'm going to move us along here. We do have these sort of live commentary section of the show where I'm sure Kena and Fabo will have plenty to say. We're going to watch the kill video back, but they can, my guests can take a quick little reprieve if they need to. I'm going to babble about a few different things behind the scenes here. 
and some more shout outs during the middle here and then we'll get to the the wash together section for the mythic Jaina world first but again a big shout out to all the coverage that wowhead puts together and for helping make this show possible so go check out wowhead for all the everything about world of warcraft right now like i, I can't i don't know i had like a scripted thing written out but literally there's like just so much stuff that Wowhead now curates between all their different authors and writers that are between everything else, the different widgets that are just keeping up to date with all the different parts of the game, all the weeklies, all the different little events and data mine. Just go check out Wowhead. Like, what are you doing if you're not? Actually, real talk, this, the enhancing the Warcraft 3 cinematics using the neural networks processing, that this, this project, this, check this out. This is actually wild. I'm a big film geek though. But for real, this was really cool. So, but go check out Wowhead. Of course, you need any of your World of Warcraft news and information therein. And again, of course, thank you very much to the supporters of the show, the stream, and everything in between. Over on the channel's Patreon page, they are diving into more behind-the-scenes stuff. They got show notes. They've got extra podcasts. And this graphic is the February list. So this is a high five to all of them. And if you want to be a part of this, then every month is updated. There is just, there's more. We're at 50. Let me go double check real quick here. Yeah, I'll update tonight. There'll be a little after show wrap up with the method guys, but we have 51 extra shows and all the spec shows are starting back here soon. So there'll be little tidbits and pieces from those shows as well, because every single specialization, every single specialization, if I can survive it, gets a show this season in Battle for Azeroth. So if you want even more inside nitty gritty, nonsensical, just discussion about your spec, that's all coming. And then, of course, supports the show to make sure that I can keep doing, doing all this. But if you ever miss something or need to get up to date on anything that I'm doing here, then, of course, there is just FinalBoss.tv has all of my socials. We're updating the website again real quick here soon with some sponsors and partnership information. But all the socials are there. YouTube link for the archive. That is right there with my, my dumb face from PAX. And I do believe I'm going to PAX again this year. So I might see you there when I go. But that is that. There's also one other bit we brought over in the show earlier today. The, where is it? I actually had the tab closed. We brought this up during the live cast. There is this huge resource on Method's website that is the entire, here it is. We brought this up a lot, actually. So there is the raid history post that is chronicling every single raid in all of World of Warcraft. Sort of like this huge time capsule with like how many pulls or how long bosses lived, all this stuff. So this was really cool to look at, to bring up stats, because people were wondering well, how long is Shannon going to live and how long is this going to happen? But this will keep being curated moving forward. This is an awesome resource in World of Warcraft. I think this is on method.gg. This is the raid history thread. This is awesome stuff. Because there was a couple of things in here that were really awful to go back and figure out. Like, where where was it? How long certain bosses lasted? 19 days to defeat Kill Jaden. Where it's it's interesting how a boss that has a ton of rampant, flippant RNG uh, doesn't die as fast as one that you can control a little bit more. Like, Jaina dies in a reset. Kill Jaden takes two. But that's fun little you know, time capsule to go back to and, and find out. So go check that out if you are curious about how 
World of Warcraft has shaped over the years. So a lot of awesome resources out there. I'm pulling over the Watch Together link. All right. Kana, did you get your yogurt? Are you good? This is definitely yogurt. This is healthy oh, it's, yogurt. It's a liquid with... salad. Wait, was that the break now? Yes, that was the break <laughs> yes. now. Well, you got, well. You got did you? I said you could go take a break, Fabo. Did you go take a break right now? You need to go grab a drink or something. Nah, I don't need anyway. You don't need breaks. I mean, actually, oh, no breaks. Actually, imagine being in my and needing breaks. Awful. <laughs> you should have seen HFC, dude. So I've got the the link pulled up here for the watch together. If you guys are good to go, uh, this is so Skype has like a big like commentary strat oriented walkthrough coming out soon on Method's YouTube channel, right? Is that like the official go through? Yeah, Skype. Yeah. Okay. So this is not that. This is recanting stories and goofier, sillier, awesome plays or moments and different decisions you made during the entire race as we watch this back together. So if you want to join us and follow along, of course, pull up the kill video. We're starting about 10 seconds in and we'll go for this. If you guys are all ready, this is, this is Kana. This is you and you and Fabo can take this away. If you want, I'm, I'm ready, dude. <laughs> but isn't, isn't that Scribe's job now? No, he's doing, the, he's doing the official thing. Let me see if it actually plays. I may have to resize it to make it play. I mean, Kane and me are just the useless pawns that are like playing Scribe's tactics, yeah? We don't know yeah. what's going on. Is that... Oh, is that how it goes? Yeah. Let's see if I can get this to play. There we go. Gosh. Now it'll play. Goodness me. Shout out to your art team, though. I brought that up in the pre-show, but holy crap. It's so good. They did a good job. Yeah, they definitely did. So here you can see our amazing sponsors. Yes. Yeah. I want to make sure that was in the video. That's it's important. See, I got you. Fist yeah. bump. See the boy, the boy. Here we see Mister. My gear is too good, and our DPS fumble because of that. <laughs> no, don't say it. Don't say it. I said it. I said it. Ouch. I mean, his gear was really good, but so Wait, was do, amazing. Do, do we need now to explain the boss or what? Uh, I don't think we need to explain the boss. I want you guys to talk about what you were experiencing, different parts and pieces that came up, and any funny... You can give, like, Kana jabs within you guys. That's fine. You can start and stop and rewind if you need to as well. We're all here together. first phase was kind of always what we called, um, like, the live-action movie, because you see, uh, like, always from the side, uh, the good old ships, Pirates of the Caribbean coming. <laughs> like we needed to dodge the bombs and like our hunters were controlling if the like the, the ballistas and when you like do the ballistas good enough sometimes the bombs don't even come at all you will see the yeah. animation but like they they actually don't come and then like every here and then Meris or Junji were like yeah one third coming half fake perhaps <laughs> a little chance and <laughs> In the end, like, it was no one trusted anyway because, like, you didn't want to die and, like, get anyone, like, t uh, Here's the cockpit. It's the cockpit, yeah. yeah. It's the cockpit, yeah. yeah. Cockpit we also is... missed, uh, we didn't talk about the most annoying job in the entire progression, mind controlling the ads. You saw, we just saw Vicklin doing that on his POV, yeah. yeah, so... I swear to God, if healers don't start doing that on progress, I'm gonna tilt. I mean, yeah, on farm. On farm, the funny, yeah. 
the funny thing with the mind controlling was just that like on mythic jaina you like need certain amount of people close to you that you don't uh, that you don't get frozen in an ice block and like uh, kevin aka wicklund basically had skull uh, marker because of the transition and like every time you hear him in first phase please stand on skull please stand on skull and like there was a few tries like four or five tries in the progression where it didn't happen and then you just hear like a table smash but I, uh, because like no one stood next to him and he got frozen and you just see both like shadows in an ice block and like they were completely <laughs> tilting and well, which guy smashed the table though was it me or kevin both of you <laughs> <laughs> that's fair here we see the sir doing dps and, and like out, outside of that i think the only other funny thing was like especially in phase one Narcolis wasn't like progressing with us the entire time, so obviously we had already like 150 attempts or something on the boss when he just came in, and phase one was was first kinda like uh, autopilot, and as soon he saw he got an ability, whether it is avalanche or anything else, you just see the insta bubble, like <laughs> bubble. Oh. And it wasn't it, still it, in the corner. It wasn't really bad because like he would still have the bubble for the last phase that actually mattered but it was just so funny even when like there was no like darkness phase or anything happening a normal avalanche bubble i'm not trusting describe <laughs> you want to walk us through this amazing intermission uh wish we had voice man it's way cooler without the music and instead the voice i think like mares doing yeah, the calls for the bosses we can pause it remember yeah Is it yeah, possible? Uh, you can I, i'm gonna Okay, so I'm gonna pause it when it's. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Actually, I'm watching the wrong thing. One sec. The video was oh, lagging for me, so I was watching it from the straight. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do you guys see right now? We're just okay, right. Was... We're just right on yeah, Mirrors. Okay, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, exactly. Okay, so the NPCs here, where we don't see them, they have six positions, okay? And on one of them, there's the boss. On the five positions, there will be ads. The positions are fixed, but the boss's position is not fixed. So Maris was oh. humanoid tracking them here, and uh, you can see on his minimap, he sees all the humanoids, but at the same time, there's like some achievement stuff, like there's some snow mounds that you can trample over it for some achievement, I think. And uh, he was seeing them as well on the minimap. Oh so god, it was I really confusing. what the heck? Yeah, I yeah, and I think he was uh, like either I think he was focusing the boss, and he would call, for example, here. I guess he will call, yeah. The, the boss is on the right, and the right side needs to kill zero ads. That means the right side will just go straight through the middle and uh, do the dance with the tornadoes and get to the other side. Yeah. Uh, this was pretty cool with the hunter tracking, I must admit. Yeah. But yeah. And then, can, like, uh, in, the, in the intermission, left side was ridiculously hard, <laughs> so if we got left well, first Jane, well, it definitely was harder. You have to agree. <laughs> You can outplay it. This is the it. thing, yeah. Right. There's two teams, and then each team says, like, my side is harder, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it seemed a bit harder, I agree. Yeah, uh, basically, I mean, since... Limit said it as well. Yeah, basically, yeah. since Fallen Avatar, whenever there's a boss where we split up the team, like, especially I meme about, like, the weaker side, since I'm usually on the strong side, I mean, I don't know if this is coincidence. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> <laughs> I was on the right side uh, with Scribe and, you know, like the mechanical, like the, me the, the good mechanical players were all on the right side and um, yeah, the left side got frozen more often, so we flamed them all the time okay. and at some point people got annoyed and uh, like we had to literally say we stopped flaming each other now 
and uh, we just concentrate from then on in a transition. So yeah, I had to shut up basically. Yeah. But yeah, left side was harder. I, like, I have to admit, the best part of intermission. The best part of the intermission is when Lorca got frozen, because that's the guy who flamed the most. It's like, oh, oh no, left side, oh, porco dio, not again. <laughs> and then when he gets frozen, it gives you that amazing that's feeling of revenge. Which didn't happen often, but... Fabo, you have you have an incredible <laughs> progression face. Just wanted to say. Yeah, I have that. I was like, just scared how ugly I was there. Holy oh. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. So here we have... So like, as soon we get out of intermission, we drop like, we pop some healing cities. I think we have a spirit link and double priests are going mental. Uh, and then we just break the first keg instantly, but because we have double priests going mental, it's like, at 12 stacks, everyone has full HP, and as soon as you reach 13 stacks, the health bars just go like, lower, 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 lower. So then you, then you get that like, adrenaline of like, okay, we have to kill this barrel quick now. I need to talk about this part, by the way. So... Sure. We did break two barrels, and there's a third barrel that is not broken. And if we don't kill it with these, or if we don't break it with these broadsides, then uh, it's going to be really bad later on. You will need to break it and nuke it up. So you want to break it with these broadsides latest. It, it shouldn't have come to this, but we're, we're late, so we have to do it by these. And there's the ice fall in between. And Servo apparently says here that he will do it, and like, and he will TP back or something. I don't know. I, I didn't hear it. So he, he will take this gateway. I will like the whole room goes dark, and I'll blink after him to help him. And I was like, maybe other people will follow and we help him. I, I knew I can take care of myself. And I don't know if you see it on this video, but uh, I'll try to continue it. And like he takes the gateway, I blink after him, and then suddenly he TPs back with this his own thing. And I stand there completely alone, wondering where this guy disappeared to. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny on my point of view. I just blinked and there's no one. Like, just a broadside falling. Um, okay. Uh, uh, it's ice block. Yeah, I think was trolling whole progression. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, at least I heard the call of, like, I can just TP back. And I'm pretty sure you even reply, Scribe. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure you even reply. Oh, no. Nah, whatever, man. Yeah. No, no, he didn't see it. <laughs> Yeah. Sarah just pulling one of his many ditch tricks off that like the same as yeah. likes to pull on flex apparently. I mean Xavo is known as Xavo is a known ditcher, yeah, so yeah. that he would leave Scribe alone there getting ice block is normal. I mean I'm just saying no, so I, I use my own ice block, yeah. I I'm just saying I, I I hope this goes into the trial thread scribe. So is Kona. He promised to play Apex with me and never happened. Oh no. Yeah, I I I said no to people. I could have played Apex the entire day, but I waited for him. Oh, here, here you see like him screaming. Yeah. Sorry for for the grip. You even saw the animation there, like you okay. the faint, like so, the faint stripe yeah. there. Even. You can still see this little line. So, uh, context here. So, like you know those little shorts that come. Uh, maybe you can even go a bit back. Can we? You can scroll back if you want. Yeah, go for it. Oh. How do I go back? Like this. Okay, yep. so like you see those little icicle shorts on the left. My fault was I get brought, so I have the personal anyway. In this person, you can't get frozen, like uh, slowed and stuff. So my fault was I'll soak the ones that are closed to prevent people from getting frozen in this purse, and then I'll get out, explode, and get grip back in. But I left about 0 0.5 seconds too early. So when you actually like look at me, wait, it's going. Oh my. Yeah. So here I get it. I soak the closed ones, and now I'm like, he maybe not. So I drop it off. I get grip back in. You can see the grip animation like right now. Like you can see the little line, but it's just a bit too late. The idea was there, but 0.5 seconds too early. Unlock. 
Or a DPS swapping anyway. It was actually good because we always kick, kill this kick too early. Whoever's progressing this boss, I'm gonna stop here. This kick here, like the rate drops low, and we are keeping all healing CDs for the next phase, which I think is a, maybe a mistake. We might want to use one CD, maybe at least one rally. Uh, depends on your setup, I guess. And because after this, there's not much damage and the tanks are not high on stacks either. If you delay this cake like we did, because we were killing Kena, that was actually a good thing. Uh, we will have a much easier time later on and the tanks will not get frozen as we have to kill the wall, so, so gain some damage. So yeah, it was definitely pad, by the way. Yeah, I want to conf confirm that. So when you were soaking all the shards, that was a sacrifice and you were getting rezzed afterwards, right? Was that a totem or a res? Or you just didn't die? Wait, no, Where? he wasn't supposed to soak them. He was just trying oh, to make a play oh, and he oh, failed. Yeah. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It yeah. works, it double dips. Right, 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 now, right now we are basically <laughs> just damage stopping because we wanted to face like at a certain timing because of the stacks. Oh, Scribe, was it the yeah. stacks? No, because no, of the howling winds. The fog is there. Yeah, yeah. The fog, the fog. We can't yeah. DPS. So basically with this fog, it like, it reduces your efficient a lot, but it reduces your like, the place, like how far you can attack even more. So you can't actually DPS Jaina and DPS the wall while this is up. So we push him right after, or her, I guess. Yeah, I, I wanted to make... barely see it on this guy's UI, but the tanks are completely fine on stacks here. And that's because we killed the keg late. Yeah. Now, oh, my now, it's, I take credit. now it's also like a big point in like our progression when the boss like hits 30.5%. Like she puts in the middle and you see like how like half of the raid team is still DPSing the boss. Because we have so much damage on the wall anyway, and we wanted like to just get more and more percentages of Jaina because um, we have right now we have Bloodlust up, but she doesn't I, uh, like ice block in this phase. So we got her to like what 28, 27.5%. So we we just gained like two and a half, three percent by this phase, which was yeah. really huge. And then, that is definitely the strat. Yeah. Oh god, Gingy yeah. play so strong. And then, yeah, and then here we needed Jinji to inshop because like the Warlock pets can't do it. And um I've heard Fuji does it with Warlock we, pets. I know like we tested it, it didn't work at that at that point at least. And um yeah, meanwhile we just bursted down Atanos before and um we basically all had a macro to cancel our bloodlust so that when we actually interrupt Jaina, um that she wouldn't ice block. And yeah. that 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 happened like sadly two three times that we actually forgot to do it like one or two people but yeah. And yep. this phase was basically the easiest to be honest as a DPS player because right now we just stand on cross like cross marker scribe and all we do in this phase is pressing our buttons and following scribe. <laughs> Thanks. Scribe. The only bad part was that I got two hearts here. Oh. And, and I then, didn't have my S block because I did the play with the servo. And, and uh, then people stand on Skull. Who was the Skull? Yeah. The boy. Oh, but you Not were? me. Yeah. This, that, when I saw this Spirit Link when I was <laughs> yeah. casting, oh, I, I, I knew it. I was like, that that's Chris's Spirit Link. They delayed it. It's so good. Yeah, that, that was also like an important moment, I would say. Like this Siege Breaker here, Siege Maker, I don't know the exact name. Like, mm -hmm. it's supposed to die. Basically, we had a macro to literally remove any buff that your own class or, like, anyone in the raid provides so that the chances of you dying is bigger because if you die before, like, the Siege Breaker hits, we don't take any damage and you don't take the knockback. But if you don't manage to die, you at least had to run as fast way as possible. That's why I, for example, did the gateway there as well, even Ooh. though Eliao didn't take it. 
so that we at least don't get knockbacks. <laughs> like in that phase, it was all about like not getting knockbacked and uh, gaining extra like getting extra damage. Did you take. see the Chinese tactic? Did they just pop all CDs and they just take it in the group? Yeah, like right <laughs> in the middle. But yeah, our our tactic at least was just like fuck off and like you have to die. And yeah. that was literally our only dead guy for this try, I think, except like uh, the two tanks that we. Like the two tanks in this phase, we are also letting uh, like die on purpose. But this is why we had the ang totems right. and still all the battle rests ready. And so basically, it was just like a complete clean attempt. And yeah, we can like continue. Basically, now the second frozen. Wait, did someone stop again? Nope, he's gonna hit play. He's gonna oh, tap on it. Oh, the, and, and, and here the second frozen orb, we don't uh, even soak anymore because like yep, until the yep, boss yep. dies, the the, the orb doesn't even explode anymore. So, that's a yeah. uh, soften rage, by the way. Or, well, yeah. almost hard in rage. You see, uh, five seconds left, boss dies. Yeah, as soon as it explodes. How many stacks do you get? Uh, in case you don't know the V card, by the way, I'm just gonna show it again. We have a V card that shows. Yeah, it's okay. These Rip guys go fully things. ham, by the yeah, way. I know. Like, Shout out to Perfecto I'm for just like, like smiling. Yes. Yeah, Perfecto wanted to act cool for the girls, yeah, like he was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, don't want to act like really nerdy, but it was, it was okay. Uh -huh. So, on the top here, you'll see the bar, and uh, video froze for me, I guess it's continuing for you, but you see on the bar, like 20 seconds, 15 seconds left or something, I guess, for you guys. Right? Oh, no. It's paused. No, it's... it's paused for us. It is paused. Wait, wait, wait. No, none of you touch it now, okay? So I don't know if anyone else is pressing it. No. Nope. Oh, no, 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 it's just you. It's, it's like pausing and playing. Wait, maybe it's if it's, if it's full screen, it's a little weird. Ah, uh, okay. So, but yeah, you see the bar on the top, right? That's the frozen arrow. Once that bar like ends, uh, the the bar doesn't fill up by the way because it's uh, how many people soaked it. But the duration on the right, that's the uh, key thing. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at boss HP. I'm like, hmm, this looks like a kill. Just uh, use immunities. Just use immunities. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that's like Narco was waiting for it, yeah? For the call, and then he just pops bubble. Yeah, dude, like the limit kill. One guy alive in bubble. Yeah, yeah just, Spooky's just like, okay. So much we had five. Yeah, rip Spooky, dude. <laughs> I love Lock of Traction. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? It's so easy. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, we were on the, the desk listening to that, yeah. You know, spooky. After this, uh, just alt taps and uninstalls the game. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gone. Full quit. He's gone. Full quit. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's actually gone. Aww. He actually quit. Pepe hunts. Can we get an F in chat? Huh. By the way, Spooky has also today birthday, so if he's Oop. actually by any chance listening, same happy with Feliao. Same with Feliao. Happy birthday to both of them. Aww. Great, yeah. uh, great guys. Do we go How back to yesterday as well? Do we go back to yesterday as well? Happy birthday, Sabo. Was yesterday? Yeah, it's my birthday, Fabo. Yeah, your birthday, I mean, I don't want to say in front of the stream, you know, I think it's a little bit private. Uh -huh. Yeah, but you don't know that. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I can get, I can get this. Because they, there's a birthday sheet. Yeah, and they post it, they post it always on Twitter. But yeah, so everyone that is listening here right now, go on the Twitter of Iliao and Spooky and wish them a happy birthday. There you go. That's it. Go for it. I want to. 
But yeah, this moment when we like all nerds team in the arena, it was just such a good moment. Like honestly, oh, yeah. at at home, it's obviously always cool and you like scream for a few seconds. Most of the people I know, the cool guys don't do it. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, like yeah, in the arena, cool you just see like how everyone is happy, so relieved. I, I mean, we did it even before the reset. And like you just know, like all the work that you have put into this, like long content and preparation. Plus, like you don't you don't let anyone down. Like all the like all the community people that helped in the splits and everyone that's cheering for you. Like you just make them happy. It was definitely yeah. like a great feeling. Ooh, I get emotional. <laughs> Kayla, hold me. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was definitely incredible to be there. I know that we had sort of a the the inside track on when you guys would. Uh, actually get the kill, but that was a day later than what was sort of planned, I suppose, because yes. it was sort of this Mike and I were said they want you guys on the desk in the morning to cast because you're getting the kill. And then Mike and I, you left us so high and dry because we did four and a half hours of nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I watched, I watched uh, Mike's uh, video about that. Yeah, I did too. That's, I did uh, too. Yeah. The best thing is when Yikes. the chat wrote... Method doesn't even wanna world first or deserve it. They're not even like trying the boss. They're just standing in front. They don't really want it. Wait, when was this? This is Twitch yet. The the Sunday when we were like talking really long about the boss, and then oh. Monday, and then Mondays ah. obviously when the boss got like hot fixed, we had also like a super mm. long break when we were like all fully depressed. So yeah, well, Sunday that... was funny though. Yeah. Like I don't know if you know the inside info on that. We basically like. Uh, uh, me, Josh, and Josue was mostly the people who were doing tactics, and we basically calculated it together, and I was like, this DPS is doable, and we can just avoid all mechanics, and this is the strat, and we can, like, ignore the elemental. I was even asking Josue, like, so what about this elemental? Do we, do we, like, what does he even do? Like, do we even care about it? Just let him alive. And uh, we calculated it all, and it all made sense, and then we were like, do we want to try this tactic now, or... You know, you, we want to keep it secret because once we try it, we have like, you know, three, four hours maybe. Yeah. And uh, everyone's going to see it and then we're going to go to bed and who the fuck knows what happens after that, you know? So we decided to do, without even testing it once, we just went straight heroics just to secure the kill. And then Monday morning, we just went for it. And I think we would have almost killed it even on the f like first tries if we played good. But just, uh, yeah. Was a bit unlucky, and then the hotfix came, and there was the pull where Go thought it was still hotfixed. And then oh, we don't it... talk about this. Oh, we Skull don't. Was actually, no. was actually super I, sad. I, I, I almost, I almost oh. brought it up on the pre-raid show, and he was just like, "No." It was kind of crazy. Like Sundays, like all the Red Bull people, we were like super hyped. Like, oh yeah, tomorrow this boss dies. Like now with the heroic gear, it's so easy. Like. Everyone but Perfecto and Arculis were basically believing from the Red Bull people. And like, it, it was just so funny. Like, I wake up Mondays, I literally scream, Officers, well, first o'clock, we are killing this boss today. I put like on some good music that fits like the theme. And yeah. like, everyone was like, like, we, we, I was like, kind of sure we would even kill it that day. Yeah. And then like, when we, when we got like the hot fix, we were just so depressed. Like, it was actually... I mean, you were there, uh, base, so, like, yep. now it... Like, the mood within, like, uh, at least the Red Bull people, like, it was definitely, like, really, really frustrating. But then the same went then for first day, and, like, first day, 
I don't know. I don't think like at that point anyone doubted anymore that we will kill the boss because like yeah. we saw that we have the damage. We just needed that clear like gameplay. And I feel like whenever we actually do go for the boss kill, it's like the clearest attempt ever. Like I don't know. We slack so much on some of the tries, but the kills are usually like really, really. Um... The kills are clean, definitely. So there's a lot of other things that come up in this, and I've got a couple of hand-picked questions here that were submitted to me, and then if, Chad, if you have any questions, if you guys see anything you want to actually, like, respond to, we have, I don't know, I'll give, like, 15 or so minutes here to sort of wrap things down, but this came in from the Wowhead Death Knight Guide Writers. <clears throat> Did you ever seriously consider bringing an unholy Death Knight to burst down a large number of ice blocks in the Jaina final phase? Which, yes. caveats, did you ever actually think of doing the real phase? Yeah, we, did for, we did for one pull. We had, if you look at back at the progress, we did one pull where in phase one we all got Frost Novat, and then we just had like Narkly, Spooky. Did we take? Did we fight Narkly for that pull? I can't remember. No, but basically no we, that was uh, just theory, though. Yeah, that, yeah, so basically we were just trying with like Narkly and Spooky, see how much they could do, and then if it became a fireball tactic, we probably would have taken Naga as well, just because DK is like we know that either either Dragon or I know at least from M plus experience that Unholy DK does like giga damage on multiple targets. So uh if we end up doing the tactic probably but I, I mean we had a lot of different versions of how we could break the ice blocks, but like they all didn't seem to realistically make sense. But that was that was what initially got Narco kinda in because like we, we all knew that Narco had like some insane AOE um, right. as a retribution paladin with some certain traits, and it unless, was kind of unless where you Kevin, unless where you Kevin, I do more, I do more. Because Narcolis was still at the like Airbnb sleeping because like we didn't need him for the boss up until that point, and I literally said if we wanna try something like this, get the red in, and we called Narcolis, and like Narco is not like the most accurate uh, accurate with his informations, so we are like. <laughs> Each ice block has one million HP. How like how long do you need for this one million? How what what are the numbers you can pull? Yeah, 350, 500k, something in between there, per person or like on all. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, 300k probably on each one, but I would need to check. Perhaps 500k when I get a proc. And like, then when he actually came and we tested it out, it was like kind of, like not awful, but it was like, <laughs> not like how we expected it. And like, it was the typical, Narco wants to sell us something and it's like, not how, not, not how he explained it. He's saying it's in chat, market. 400k. He said 400k. No, no, no. We have locks no, no, no. <laughs> if, we, if we have to go with Anorak Lease. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's like, it's like Scribe said also earlier, we had like a, like a bunch of different tactics, like if it's the mm. ice blocks or if it's like like how, how to play the boss generally in like the last phase. There was a lot of crazy stuff going on, but to be honest, like we had that one day, I think it was the Saturday, where we went to sleep, and like that was the day where we had like this four-hour break, I think, and none, like no one actually had an idea that made sense when you when you thought a second time about it and you just saw like um you just saw like in our like on our server like if any like after the raid if anyone has ideas how to kill the boss just whisper me them and i will think about it like when you see scribe that desperate to like actually ask us for help you know like he was not in a good spot at that time and was kind of crazy like um how jaina was tuned it's 
it's a strange thing because my follow-up that I had for this is that, and this is the stuff that it sort of affects where I am right now, right? So I'm on only on Mechatork, and the you're laughing at me, you're laughing at chat, you're laughing at chat. You can laugh at me, that's fine too. Is the things that show up sort of down the road, and I want to bring up the Mechatork situation right now, is that you guys didn't do anything that sort of cheeses the Mechatork knockup. Because you could actually extend underneath the tree and get caught by it to ignore that part of it. And there are these little things that come up in strategies that other guilds find down the road. So the follow-up I had to that was, what are your thoughts on new strategies that come up after you win the world first that make you go, oh, we, we could have done that. Because there are all these little things that come up down the road. Between other bosses, maybe like the last three or four only really matter. But were there any that popped up that you were like, Damn. Yeah, I have Should one on Jane actually. Oh? What's the uh, Jane one? Yeah. Is it the DPS uh, one? Yeah, it's the DPS one. Yeah, it's. Uh, Don't is, tell pieces. There's still a boost. <laughs> there is one trick you can do to gain even more damage on Jaina. It's actually. Uh, like, you can probably get like 3 mil HP or something easier by doing that. Like. I don't know, it's at like 1%, I'm not sure. But uh, what you can do is, uh, if you go all troll, like the, I assume you would do that, then uh, you can kill Nathanos on the second tick. It, 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 when, the, when you have two stacks of the debuff and it's five seconds left, instead of when you have one second, uh, one stack of the debuff and there's one stack, uh, five seconds left. Matt, this is hard to say. Mm. Like a chilling touch thing. Yeah? You can yeah. basically wait like, delay ki killing him by 15 seconds roughly. Then... That means uh, you would still reset your stacks for your troll, so it doesn't matter. But what it means is you would gain that time to reset your two minutes, which means right now, if you use your two minutes when we bloodlusted, you would get them back roughly like three to four seconds before the fight ends with RDPS. Um, so they would be useless. And uh, like obviously, you would want to have them earlier, so they're useful. And what you can do is delay Nathanos' kill. This way you get another set of two minutes, which means, like, this is quite big because then, for example, all the rogues can vent at the wall instead of, uh, you know, it's keeping it for no reason. And then some people who were focusing the wall, like our hunters, can focus the boss instead. And everyone who's focusing the boss can also use two minutes. It's pretty big DPS gain. Like, I could have combusted twice. Um, I did figure this out later. Once I saw the limit kill, they didn't use this. They were bloodlusting the boss, but uh, they could have. And if you lack DPS, I mean, you don't need BOEs for that. If you have a Sactic, you're going to do a lot more damage than what, like, you know, 20 BOEs would give. Right. It's, it's bigger than that. Um, yeah, that's one thing. Um, outside of that, the bloodlust, uh, how limit played it. Mm. I don't think it's uh, better than our trick, if, if you use this trick especially. And yeah, the other thing was the, the keg IRC. I mean, it might seem really small, but delaying that third keg is just really, really good and using uh, maybe a healing CD or more health stones or something like that. Uh-oh, Kana exploded. He's back. Well, that's... It, chat came up with one thing. The whole... Is... Is the whole... Is breaking a mechanic string in a boss fight considered a strategy or because you can, oh, there he goes. You can, um, my camera broke. Your camera broke. 
Oh no. Oh no. But I fix. You fix. So it, I don't know what this the 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 heroism the bloodlust strat is on Jaina to make it so that you can actually lust your group, but not there he is, but not ice block her, because that's a thing that people are doing now. That I'm not. That just seems to circumnavigate a trigger. Is that a strat to you, or is that? Well, I don't know which one you mean. If you're talking about, uh, for example, what Limit does with, uh, you know, either drumming or bloodlusting on one person, yeah. and then she is on a CD on their ice block, which is one minute, and then bloodlusting right before the, uh, the ice block ends, this way you have, you know, the 59 seconds room there to have your second bloodlust up. If that's what you mean, then uh, I, don't, I don't see any problem with that. Hmm. I think okay. that's uh, not breaking anything. Um, we knew about it. We just didn't use it. Right. We, okay. We chose not to. So, but uh, if there was other bugs, I don't know. There was one thing that you could do, which which was really really try hard. You can bloodlust right before she's about to phase. Then she ice blocks, and then also phases, and the ice block cancels. And then you could do another real lust without delaying the fight in last phase. I I did it once by mistake. Mm. Like I lost it because I wanted to like really lust, you know, as soon as she phased and did it like a little bit too early. So she popped ice block and then she still phased and then so you can do that, but uh, that's uh you know too risky anyways. Yeah. Yeah, apparently something to do yeah, pre bloodlusting the whole raid and then you bloodlust before your debuff runs out to block her, and then when exhaustion times out, you would bloodlust when she's on cooldown because of that cooldown on ice block. Yeah. That's kind of mathy triggery i guess it's up to you as strat wise little things like that are kind of strange it's the first time i've ever seen this much interaction with bloodlust and a boss mechanic and just like lust do more damage lust do more healing right so i have yeah. to say i think it was kind of boring though i mean i know that wasn't the question right now in the talk oh. but like that's that uh that like the boss ice blocks yeah sure it's something new but I I feel like using bloodlust is always like such a good feeling. You know you you just you know you're just pumping or the healers can keep you up. And on Jane it was just yeah. How do we use bloodlust without her going into ice block or when is like yeah. the perfect moment? Yeah. And there was basically just this one moment where we really could use it, so we just did it there. I hope yeah. we don't see that in the future anymore. To be honest. So here's something that uh, is again from Wowhead as a totally off the side. This question, of course, is from other writers, not the DK writers. Which hair products do you use? Can you break that all down for us? Fabo, you're first. It's, well, I mean, looking question. at my... Oh, what? Uh, okay. Is, is beer included? Hair? Yeah, facial hair, yeah. sure. Okay. Beard sure, sure, as well, sure. yeah. yeah. I mean, Fabo, looking at my depleted hairline, I can't really oh. recommend any products, so... I don't, I don't know, I don't know, like, nothing special, just head and shoulders. There you go. Mm, no. <laughs> I was yeah. triggered, yeah. Like, there's like nothing I'm more conscious, you know, you can say, oh, this guy is like so fat, he's so ugly, oh. this warlock is better than him, but like, come on, not the hairline, man, not the hairline. <laughs> I love you, Pablo, dude. You're perfect with me. Kana, how about you then? You have something to share? Um, Just a normal shampoo, hair, shoulders, a conditioner. Uh, and then for the beard, I use a beard, uh, beard like con uh, shampoo and conditioner, and then a uh, how do you call it? Oil. Yes, beard yeah, oil. Sure oil. Yeah, beard oil. I used a bit of that, and that's about it. 
that we don't know what Scripe looks like. He doesn't look like a troll. Scripe, what I about do. you? Oh, okay. We do. Oh. We, we do. We do. He's what all a, sexy. What a sexy he's lad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't show it to everyone. Suddenly, <laughs> opening Twitch is ready for it. Oh. Uh, yeah. But uh, I, I just use a normal shampoo, dude. But I was lately thinking about using something like a beard oil because uh, my beard does get dry it's good. too much. It's, it's good, definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I never tried it out, though. I'm like not uh, not a tryhard in these things, yeah. That's yeah. It. I mean, what you can do is like with conditioner, you can also like leave leave a tiny bit in it. So like, just put like at the end, put a tiny bit of conditioner through, wash it out a slightly bit, but not like too much, mm -hmm. and then it will like stay there for a little bit and keep it softer. Yeah, I never use a conditioner either. So no, oh, oh, that's an unlock. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I try to. I try. What else can I do? So here's a bit of a thought experiment to the last question here for the show. And this this comes in sort of as an aggregate from the Wowhead crew. I have some more stuff that I'll ask that I'll save for the after show. And again, that's for that's for the patrons. How would you <clears throat> how would you normalize the race to world first across the regions to provide a better competitive experience with less advantages and disadvantages per region? If there is some Whoa. way to do that, what are your suggestions? Can you went up on we, this first? We wouldn't do it because then and they would just be even more embarrassed. But, 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 but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I had to. I had to. I love you, Anne. I I feel like it's so hard. Like the question was like how to how to balance like with the different rate starts. Yeah, like what would be right. the best way. Or, like, I don't know, the thing is, like, many people say, like, do a global release, like, expansion. Mm -hmm. I just feel, though, if, like, one faction, uh, like, one region is forced on a weird sleeping schedule, of course, it would be kind of better than right now, and you can get used <clears> to a different sleeping schedule. But considering that some people even work still in Heroic Week in our guild, or, like, also in, in, the, in the American guilds or the Asian guilds, the Asians are also doing pretty well this content, like... It's still unfair for like one or two of the three regions because like the one region, for example, starts in at 10 a.m. and uh, like another region starts literally like uh, 10 p.m. like 10 a.m. 10 p.m. Yeah. So like I, I think there will be always like uh, right. like a like a region that has it worse. So yeah, I know at this point it's just like method has to always be that much better to beat everyone else. <laughs> Okay, well, I, I, mean, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think a global release would be better. I mean, we can fix our sleeping schedules. That's not a big thing, I think. Right. Um, uh oh, scribe, did we lose it? And then, like mid, you know, oh. it oh, can no. be something in the middle. One moment. Am I dying? No, I'm gonna no, bounce. I'm bouncing our Discord server. There you go. Answer away, sir. Okay. Okay. So global release, uh, I think definitely is good. Uh, outside of that, hmm. um, yeah, this whole crafting prep thing, if, if it was a bit less about uh, like other content, like island expeditions and a bit more about raiding, team play, strat development, uh, mechanical skill, I think these things would be more enjoyable to watch and more enjoyable to play as well. Like, you know, abusing life grips doing like tricks with like we did with the hunter i think that, that looked really cool why don't we have more things like that and less things like farming 2000 islands 
yeah. I think that would be more enjoyable and also like it would be more fun to watch and stuff. Um, yeah, outside of that, I mean, it's also really easy to fix things like, for example, Titan Residue. My idea was to just not give any Titan Residue if it's tradable because I can see how annoying it must be for a limit because we are doing viewer runs. Like we have obviously you know, more yeah. viewers because we're more popular as a guild oh. and uh, no, so, like, oh, no, no, like, yeah, more, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> what I'm gone. trying to say is we, ha we are more watched on Twitch. That's what I'm trying to say. And uh, we are abusing it. And it's really unfair. Like, I don't know, even though it might not decide, like, who wins the race, it's just really demotivating as well that these things can, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, turn into an advantage. So if these things would get removed, yeah. just no residue if you trade an item no uh you know no crafting above the or, or the same equal eye level as the heroic thing instead give a socket make it 10 eye level less and give it a socket you can't trade anymore easy fixed uh, the boes i don't know cannot titan forge the first week of the <laughs> year or something like there's so many fixes you can do to make the race better i, I just don't know if, if this is even interested in that sadly fair that's the weirdest part. You bring up the Titan Residue and the TR, the, the, the chalk split stuff that came up. The, the weird part about that is that this is one thing I've always said about Blizzard. And as much as I have high five, shaken hands, hug the different devs that have put in so much work into this game, sometimes when there's a knob that needs tuning in this game, they don't tune that knob. They add a new knob and tune that one. Because the Titan Residue trading nonsense was so baffling to me when they made that change. Because as Scribe just said, just make it so that you can't get TR from traded gear. If it was traded to you, no Residuum. But they went this like weird, like only your armor class. So now it just means that I mean, we saw it on the stream in the Race to World first. We saw the cloth split and the leather split and like the plate mail split. Right, the heroic runs you did. Like it's just why? It's so nonsense. I mean, this has always been like that. Just no, that's like, fine. Tear sets and stuff like that's of fine. Course. It's just farm like right. Please no end me. It's just it's it's those decisions that were made that are maybe it was like a tech problem they couldn't implement that in that regard. No, no, no. Exactly. I don't know. As because a computer it, scientist, no, 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 no. Ooh. No <laughs> I like that. Instantly breaking. I see. I see. Yeah. Uh, oh man, that's pretty good. I I don't know. It's so strange because it little things like that are just, are just bothersome. And it, the comment in chat about how they won't change it because it only affects the one percent of the one percent. So who cares? That's not how that works because it does affect the whole game with the understanding and sort of amalgamation of community perception of these parts of the game systems it goes far and wide it really does and it's more than just it, it's just a nonsensical part of the game but i i do hate that this like this argument is always uh, put up like in any topic like especially like good guilds talk about yeah every time it, it's just like yeah you guys are just the one percent or the point one percent of the game they don't care about you but there's so many things in a game that many people, whether it's like method or your two days, three hours radar that they don't like. And like, it always 
gets put up with, yeah, it's only you guys that complain about it. Like, people yeah. do have to realize there's a lot of people nowadays that are frustrated with certain parts of the game, and it's not only us. Yep. Because the hardcore people, we want to play hardcore in progression, but outside of progression, we want to be, like, basically the laziest people <laughs> of them all, because, <laughs> like, but this is how it used to be before Legion, that you can be, you that, like, if you're a world first guild, you can be outside of progress, kinda the laziest guild ever, and it doesn't matter. And, like, so don't always say, like, you guys force it on yourself, or it's only, like, affecting you guys. It's not. It's really right. not. It's funny. I mean, we're kind of in the end wrap-up section here with, like, closing remarks and soapboxes. So this is sort of when, if you have anything else you wanted to, to shout out or or plug or sort of, again, vent, rant, bant about, this is, this is your time. So it's... I, I was going to say that, that like the closing words I had on that one is that it's we talk about it on the desk a lot that it would be interesting if the raid actually had like a NAEU overall launch and some of these sort of overabundant ways to get advantages and disadvantages would be a little bit more streamlined, but we'll see a little bit too much. <laughs> Chat's really good right now. This is why the giggles are coming in. I don't have a it's region to show chat. <laughs> this is something else. It's actually not the chat. <laughs> uh oh. This is something else. We sadly can't speak about it. Okay. That's private. <laughs> no. But this is the shout out uh, section or what? Yes, by all means. Yeah. If you have anything you want to shout out, soapbox uh, about. It... Do I start? Who wants yeah, go it? Ahead, my friend, go, go ahead. Go for it, Kana. Shout out to Russia for the crafting. You can craft his scrap hits still traded uh, thing definitely helped shout out to getawix for lending us about 40 million 50 million gold or whatever to <laughs> wow, actually get everything crazy. to get everything going uh shout out to scribe for carrying me the entire tier shout out to the entirety of method for carrying me the entire tier and shout out to tresha and cheyenne for keeping me sane during the following no. weeks no. and shout out to faba for being my brush brother no don't make me blush not, no. <laughs> not in front of the stream you know uh, your, brush, fumble, he's blushing. your brush brother that's that too good. Really, that sounds really wrong, but yeah. Gang, 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 gang. Oh That's no, it. I like that. <laughs> shout out to Beard Oil. That was coming up. And shout out to Beard Oil for sure. That's true as well. Shout out to Bay Oil. Scribe, you got to go in the middle of this one. You're you're getting the uh, the shout out sandwich, and we'll end with Fabo on that one. I'm not really good with shout outs, but uh, yeah, thanks to everyone who helped us with the progress. Uh, as Kenna said, Galavix included. Thanks to our sponsors who make it possible that the race is uh, this, such a cool event. And uh, yeah, thanks to all the viewers, especially as well, during the whole progress. It was It's way more fun to play this game with you know all this hype. I was always for streaming. I always wanted to get World First while streaming as well. So thanks for uh, making it exciting, boys. Is is Scott aware that when you finally add Scribe Cam to your cockpit POV that you're gonna take all of his viewers? Is that okay with him? Have you talked about that? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see it. But I don't know. I don't know if the Scribe Cam dream happens. Not sure about mm, that one yet. I don't know. I think we can they, that can make it happen now. All right, Fabo, hey. take us out. What do you have to close on? Well, then, thanks, uh, first of all, to get invited here. I mean, I know I was just a substitution, but uh, oh. it was definitely fun. Um, then, thanks one more time, like, to the whole community, like, uh, the love we received uh, within Method uh, from, like, all of you guys was incredible. 
Then uh, shout out to my Greek brother, Roger Brown. I actually did miss him during the progress. And I oh. think I can speak for a whole method. We love your brother. Come safe home in a few months. Shout out to the boy Rich Campbell for like oh, the yes, best uh, for the best fashion sense in the scene. Oh my god! And um, yeah, actually, also shout out to Limit. It's quite fun to have like a pretty good guild competing with us, even though it's annoying at times. And yeah. um, I know that there was always like a little bit of tension between like both them and us, especially also like a lot of the supporters from each of the guilds are like flaming each other or whatever. But uh, I can say at least from my part, I do have a lot of respect for you guys. And definitely uh, enjoy competing against you guys. And uh, hopefully this will keep up in the future. And then just shout out to all my brothers and Method. Like, I love being every day in the guild. Like, I love uh, each of you. And it's always a pleasure to race with you guys for the world first. No, no king rules forever, but we will. So, yeah. See you next race. <laughs> You're at 11 unless, world unless first. They kill, but, unless well. they kill a day one. Actually, except next year that it's a default win for the NA guild, so the other ones. Then again, we fought so as well about that one night there. Ouch! But we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see if Crucible Storms is done in less than 16 hours. But the, the real... We'll see. There's a lot of really positive things coming. The biggest one with the Azerite changes and the um, Azerite armor system that's changing with uh, the patch that comes out with the Palace of Ajara, whatever it's called. We'll have to wait and see how that affects things. And of course, we'll be back with more of that. But that's everything. I'm going to hit this this button over here that does signify we have come to the end of the show. A little bit over time, but I think we're, we're good. So thank you all very much for tuning in to episode number 179 of Final Boss TV. This is the Method World First for the Battle of Dazara Lore, Mythic Jaina Proudmoore. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you again, Wowhead. Check out Wowhead for all their... I'm pointing at it, but my finger is this one right here. And my name again was Adam K, a.k.a. Bay. Around the table, we'd have the boy is Deep Shades. You can go follow him over on Twitch at Deep Shades and watch him now, I guess, summon a whole bunch of demons and imps and things, right? Because demonology. Is that yeah, how it's yeah, going to go? I do play every spec, to be honest. That's not, uh, not true according to the Warlock Discord. You're one trick. Yeah, I oh. mean, the Warlock Discord sadly always, uh, or like many speak bad of me and I can only play one spec, but uh, oh. I hope I hope one day I can uh, redeem myself in, the, in their eyes and become a good Warlock as well. Babo, you're a wholesome little boy. I appreciate your time on the show today. Thank you very much, sir. Thanks, my man. Thanks. And my shaman brother in arms, even though when will yeah. that ever happen? Oh! Hey, know. at least Word Up is soon going to be the first enhancement to kill Jaina. Holy crap, he's so good, though. You see his numbers? Dude, he's, he's pumping. Yeah, he's pumping, dude. Yeah, the absolutely. Boy. He is really I'm good. Actually, I'm actually proud. I'm actually proud. But Kana on Twitch, go watch him not play Shaman, even though that hurts me to say. Hey, we're starting splits. We're starting splits Ooh. next week, actually. So uh, I think the boy's flying in. I think Ooh. he's ready. Are you going to play Elemental Probably or healing. Enhancement, though? Probably what? healing? No! Oh, God, no. Why oh, do we have Jaina, such a... He probably will, so... <laughs> That's fair, actually. I'm ready, dude. I'm ready. Oh, my goodness. Thank you very much for your time on the show again, sir. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for having, Thank you for having me, dude. Appreciate it. And Scripe, the man, the myth, the legend on twitch.tv forward slash Scripe for the cockpit of Method. And um, are you going to have... Is Roger back for the Ajara? Is he back home by then? So we're back to full strength for that? 
there is a chance he Ooh. will get transferred closer to his city. So, uh, or he said he might be. So there's a chance he can play there. But latest by August he will be back. So I'm guessing the next big tier. There's a good chance he will be here. Ooh, you gotta catch him up. You gotta like just throw him into the wolves and get his hunters and everything all caught up. But uh, so limit has a chance until then, pretty much. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a oh, no. oh. But scribe, I, love you, scribe. I appreciate your time on the show today. Finally, after many years of being asked, just good scribe on the show. I appreciate it. Hope you had a good time. I did. It was a pleasure, sir. Thank you. That was great. Thanks, man. But that's it for this episode 179. That's a wrap. I will be back <laughs> next Sunday with the Limit World Second. Doing the same thing we did last year, where we had the World First, World Second. But Limit guys on next week to sort of bookend the entire tier. So if you have questions for them, hit me up in my Discord when I ask for it, and we'll put those show notes together. But until then, everybody, have fun uh, farming and trading your Azerite. This week of Mythic Plus, not that bad. Next week, yikes. Week after that, though. Get that gear. It's, it's so free right now. Reaping is so good. Thank you very much for watching. And I will see you all here next week or on live streams, everything else. <gasps> bye. 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 Nice people. Bye. Kana, stop. Stop Snapchatting me. I'm right here. <laughs> Shit. I'm up here. Done. Watch out. <laughs>